Anything Combat with Johnny K. Well, it's Anything Combat, though. Welcome back, combatants, to the Anything Combat show, wherein we discuss everything mixed martial arts. I'm your host, Johnny K, and today we're joined by one championship flyweight, Reese McLaren. How you doing, Reese? Yeah, very good. How you doing? Good. Before we started the show, we were talking about the fact that there's ranking uh, dis- disparity and problems in the rankings internationally. So why do you think that is? Is it a whole bunch of hype to do with the UFC or is it one's fault? Nah, it's just the marketing that the UFC have done in the Western Western world that uh, one are just starting to tap into now. And uh, for the real diehard fans, I know one championship, if you tune in, it's, 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 it's the show to be watching. Do you think it's the better MMA uh, skill set, like rule set for a fight? Yeah, absolutely. I think just the whole... Everything that one do is, is way more exciting. The actual production that one put on, the the intros to the opening ceremony, it's it's a it's a show that you can really sit down and, and enjoy and mix like the best mixed martial artists on the planet. In your career, what has been the fight that you're most proud of? Uh, man, honestly just being international for the last eight years, I'm just proud of that. Uh if you go back and, and look through, almost every fight that I, I have is is like a, a bonus fight sort of thing. So, uh, yeah, look, probably going five rounds with Bibiano is, is way up there. Um, I mean, just YouTube, YouTube Reese Lightning and, and enjoy. <laughs> so you're talking about one. What do you think about the CEO, Chattery? No, Chattery is the man. I think what he's doing is absolutely fantastic. He's, he's leading the way with mixed martial arts and what he's got, the, what he produces with one championships is absolutely leading, leading the way. I totally stuffed up his surname, I just realised. I just went off the top of the dome and I, and I stuffed it up. Out of all the upcoming Australian fighters, who do you think has the most potential right now? Man, there's a lot of us kicking it at the moment. Uh, I definitely have to go with uh, Jack Della. He's um, he's absolutely killing it. Obviously, Rob, he's going to smash tomorrow, and then he'll be fighting Izzy again end of year. So uh, I definitely see Rob holding the belt if that's if we're going to put money on, on anyone. Not not quite a newcomer. Uh, but, um, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. I, I totally agree. What do you think about the lesser-known ones like Josh Coulibau and, and um, Jack Jenkins right now? Yeah, man, Jack's far, far Jack. He's got some... Far uh, Jack some Jenkins. On. Um, man, I think a bit of a sleeper, Shannon Ross. He's fight, fighting tomorrow. He's going to get back in that in that win column. Uh, and exciting to watch. Uh, yeah, look, I, I honestly think my, if I was going to put money down on anyone, it would be Jack Della. One of your most interesting fights was against Winston Ramos. And... Um... I was, re- I was re-watching that fight, and did you think that he was going to retire at the end of the second round, or were you surprised? Nah, I thought he was going to come out. Um, honestly, I was going to knock him out in that third round. Uh, I was almost disappointed that he, he, he took a seat. Uh, yeah, that was an interesting fight, man, all, all together. Like, we are in hospital together and whatever, because I broke my thumb, and he was limping around. And, man, he just didn't acknowledge us at all that whole time. So it was almost, like, rude. I don't know. It made it easy to, to hit him. <laughs> That's hilarious. Who's your favorite flyweight of all time? I have to be DJ for sure. Um, DJ and then uh, Joey Benavides. He's an absolute legend. Can have a favorite fighter outside of flyweight that's just out of all of MMA. Who's your favorite uh, fighter? Uh, I get asked this a lot. I almost have like 100 in my top 10. You know what I mean? So it's not so much that I have a favorite fighter or such, but I have like 
favorite uh, performances, if you will. So like a, an example, I don't know, TJ versus Hen and Burrow twice. So if you go to like, uh, or most of these fights kind of were boring, but um, Josh Koscheck getting knocked out by Tyrone Woodley, that fight, Tyrone looks unreal. So it's kind of like, yeah, I, I really don't have a, a top fighter. It's like, I just have favorite performances. Can you walk us through your journey to MMA and how you got started? Yeah, uh, look, I grew up on a very small island and it was basically just different influences that would come to the island would um, show us things. And one of the guys showed us some jujitsu and then a teacher come on and um, he showed us a bit more jujitsu and I was like, all right, well, I got to learn this. So we dabbled a little bit with um, Kung Fu and whatever and, and YouTube. YouTube was a huge teacher. <laughs> um just mucking around scrapping on concrete sort of thing and then when i moved to the mainland just brazilian jiu-jitsu took over and i made everything just revolve around my jiu-jitsu school tafe work just everything revolved around jiu-jitsu so you're talking about that jiu-jitsu you are a brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt and you submitted i believe his name's way shay via rear naked choke um so what was that preparation like for you in that fight? And um, can you put it down to something? Because you performed really well in that fight. Um, I survived a huge knockdown in that fight. I don't exactly know how I survived that, but I did. Um, nah, look, honestly, I had just moved to um, Boonshu and I was training with um, John Wayne. And it was probably one of the camps that I did the least amount of um, jiu-jitsu out of it all. But, I mean, once you kind of... I've been a black belt now for like six, seven years. Um, the rawness is almost a good thing to be a little bit like uh, I haven't really been grappling. I, I just think my top game is what some of the best in the, in the world. And if I get on top of you, it's, it's got to be a bad night for you. So if you've been a black belt for like seven years, Reese, how do you get extra stripes? Uh, it's kind of like once you get your black belt, it's like how committed you are to really. It's like how long you then stay with your coach sort of thing or how committed you are to the uh, lineage or whatever that you are um it's just time if you're off the mats and you don't really get great you just i don't know the stripe thing for me is i never got graded stripes through blue purple brown once you get your black belt it's kind of just like john moves us to that it's just time don't die yeah that's crazy so unfortunately there's a fight in your career that you lost against Akhmatov and this guy's proven to be an absolute beast do you think that his wrestling is good enough to beat Demetrius Johnson do you think that DJ can still beat him I think DJ will be a little bit more slippery yeah so how do you feel about just performance enhancing drugs in MMA in general that's cheating in any sport, it's cheating. If a cyclist gets popped, they lose everything. They lose their titles. They lose. They lose their previous titles. They get banned from the sport for like X amount of years. It's it's crazy that MMA don't have that stance at any level. It's always like, oh, year ban, six months suspension, no fines, anything. It's just yeah, blatantly cheating. Like there's no way around it. That being said, how do you balance strength and conditioning into your own camps? Uh, I work in demo, so that's pretty much um, my strength and conditioning. <laughs> nah, it's just, um, just finding a balance. You've got to make sure with your strength and conditioning, you're not getting too hurt, burnt out or whatever. So that's not – your strength and conditioning shouldn't exactly be 
the means all of how you get your fitness. It should be, if anything, like a supplement. It's it's helping you with your fitness. I actually worked in demo as well, so that's very funny. How do you um, <laughs> how do you prepare mentally for fights? How do you like deal with the pressures before walking out? Just take it in your stride. It's either here or you're on the couch. So just enjoy life. Can you tell us a particularly memorable uh, moment in your career that you're most proud of or has given you the greatest insight to um, your mental as a fighter? Uh, I think if I was going to pinpoint anywhere that I was like really proud was like main eventing in um, Malaysia with uh, Gianni Suva. I was meant to fight Adriano and he pulled out with an injury and um, still, you know, the show goes on and, and we took took the main slot there and and again the win and yeah it was great it was, it was quite fantastic and, and quite an honor for myself to to have main evented a, a one championship show what's your what's your opinion on adriano he's an absolutely amazing fighter yeah he's super tall athletic guy um he's down the scrap and i'm down the scrap so we're, we're trying to i'm hoping for that fight and end the year that's that's the one i i, I really want who is a role model that has aspired you to like take up fighting and who who should who should aspiring fighters look up to when they want to start MMA? Uh, there's an interesting theory. I can't remember exactly who said it, but it's quoted and it's just watch the chance, like watch the guys at the very top. It's like uh how how did it get described to me? It was like uh uh, a writer that writes books, you read or you continue to read his books because he's good. It's not like don't have too much variation, like, oh, you watch the guy at the bottom or a guy debuting. It's kind of watch the contenders, watch watch the top, the elite. Don't watch, don't watch the bottom of the barrel. There's almost no point. So I want to ask you, your MMA career won't last forever, but what will you compete in after MMA? Do you see yourself going into grappling tournaments or jiu-jitsu events? In my head, I'm going to start competing against other coaches. It's going to be – I want to open a gym and basically have one of the best – or I'll aim to have one of the better um, children programs. And and um, that's that's my end of, end of career or fighting goal is to have a gym that uh, produces – leaders you know uh the future future generations leaders i think that's important and it's important for me do you see yourself creating a world champion in your next gym like in the future ah, yeah that's that's ultimately what um i'd like i think i definitely feel if i get the right person i could i could easily train australia's next champion um yeah i think i feel that would be quite easy to be honest what do you think about bare knuckle events either in mma or bare knuckle boxing terrible we were at the one in denver the week before one championship the eddie alvarez and mendez one and i left i think we got about i I got through three of the prelim fights and i left it's terrible it's not martial arts why do you feel that way because when i was talking to featherweight don shanus he actually fought jack jenkins at on the purse card when I was talking to Don, he said that bare knuckle boxing is a martial art in itself due to the clinch work and all the all the different strategies that you have to employ that are completely separate to boxing or Muay Thai. 
I think it's rich to call it a martial art. It's just thuggery at its best. It's, if anything, it's a blood sport. So that being said, I, I know your opinion on bare knuckle now, but what do you think about Lethway or like Bruni's boxing? Yeah, crazy. Uh, uh, not for me. Do you think do you think that would be that similar to bare knuckle? Do you consider one a martial art and one not? Or do you consider both of them just blood sports? You would have to almost it's almost I almost kind of find like Muay Thai hard to like the martial art aspect sort of thing. Yeah, I don't know. It's I know it's a hard one. Yeah, look both of them are just as crazy. I think Lithway would anything be more crazy with headbutts and stuff. There has to be sort of a level of like almost duty of care, you know, for yourself in the future. And it's like these dudes doing the bare knuckle boxing are, are coming out with broken hands, broken faces, and it's, it's just not pretty. Yeah, and and what's crazy about that to validate what you're saying? An MMA fighter, a veteran, would have like a twenty three and like six record or seven record, and a bare knuckle boxer would have a record of like eight wins three losses you know like the the longevity is just not there like if you after us after a fight you need at least nine to ten months to take off like yeah. there's no chance there's no quick turnarounds in bare knuckle no not at all just uh, uh, yeah it's just not nice it wasn't very nice being there was kids and stuff i was just like nah not for me what do you think is the biggest misconception about fighters right now I think it's still hard for the mixed martial artists to lose that stigma of basic thuggery. You know, it's like, oh, cage fighter, rah, rah, rah. I think it's it's starting to be lost more that parents and, and the generations are seeing jujitsu and how it's kind of what it is. You know what I mean? It's more the no punching, you know, this, that. It's it's very much trying to turn everyone into thinking, yeah, it's, it's more of a gentleman's sport rather than what it was. So... Seeing that uh, flyweight right now one is is uh, the belt is held by DJ and right now we've got Pantoja versus Moreno three. What do you think about Pantoja Moreno? Uh, who do you think's winning that fight? Yeah, I, I think he wins again. I think he's beat Moreno twice already. So Moreno's biggest like skill set is his scrappiness. I think. Precision always beats scrappiness, and perhaps but, um, the Brazilian's always more more precise with his striking. But I've been saying it since since ever. The best flyweights are in one, so you want to watch the best flyweights tune into one championship. <laughs> so that's very funny that you've said that. If DJ went back to the UFC and fought either Pantoja or Moreno for the belt, what do you think's happening? Do you think DJ's He's actually going to win? It wouldn't even be competitive. Why would he leave then? Like I know, I know there was a, I know there was a deal, and you know they traded him, and he wasn't respected. But don't you think him as a martial artist? Don't you think that if we feel, if we feel that Moreno and Pantoja would be the best, I know that's not your opinion, but if that's the, if that's the consensus right now, wouldn't DJ um, go back, win the belt, and then go back to one or something? Uh, with contracts, it's not that easy. And as far as I know, it's one championship. With one championship, he's finally getting the recognition, the respect, and he's getting finally paid, which the man deserves, you know? Like, 
He was the UFC have almost had to wipe him from the he, even when he was in the UFC, there'd be no highlight reels of him. And he is the best mixed martial artist to ever walk this planet. He's the most complete mixed martial artist. Do you truly believe that when you compare him to someone like GSP? Yep. Better than GSP. Better than John Jones. That's interesting. That's interesting that you say that. Um, do you think that's crazy. That's crazy. Like, I, I see where you're coming from. I see where you're coming from, but it's just not a popular opinion. You know what I mean? So can you just elaborate on why you believe that? Well, finishes the way he bridges the gap between the striking left and right. He can kick both legs. He knees, he clinches. GSP can never clinch. True, true, true. So I've got another fight for you that I would like you to break down. What do you think about um, Sean O'Malley versus Aljamain Sterling? Sean O'Malley, bleh. You don't rate him? Aljamain is going to be – don't rate him at all. Out of I've asked a whole bunch of fighters this same question, and I like to know – I like to know BJJ, Muay Thai, boxing, MMA. If you had to pick one division to watch – for the rest of your life, and you could watch all the sports, you could only pick one division. Which division are you picking? Division as in, or sport? Weight class, weight class, weight class. Like, in out of all the sports? Uh, welterweights. Why would you pick welterweight? Uh, the boxing welterweights are good. The mixed martial art welterweights are good. Also, I think it's the better of the power to weight ratio for knockouts. Um. Yeah, the Muay Thai, the welterweights are good. It's that kind of average kind of weight, and it's it's yeah, welterweights, lightweights, welterweights, just a bit bigger. Do you think that there should be a light welterweight division, like a one sixty five division across the board in all MMA promotions? Uh, it's a hard one, isn't it? Because it goes one fifty five, one seventy. There's a huge jump. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that maybe they should make it one seventy five. I think that makes it a little bit more reasonable. I think why there isn't is only because there's only like one promotion. With boxing, you have all these different like entities, if you will, that they can have all these weight classes, plus the sheer number of boxes they have. We just don't have that in mixed martial arts yet. The UFC roster, if they were to put on 165 or even one, one championship to put on, they'd have to add to their roster like another 200-something fighters. Like, it's ridiculous. How many fights do you have on your current contract? Yeah, I uh, mean, I'm super stoked. So I just re-signed. I've got another six fights, 27 months. And, um, yeah, I'm hoping to get one out this year, like uh, after October. Are you uh, happy with the deal that they've given you? Yeah, I'm beyond happy. I think it's um, I'm finally going to be making good money. Um, that excites good me. Man. Yeah, it's um, sort of a long time coming, but finally, um, yeah, it's it's a good deal, and I'm I'm excited to to get back in there. Bit more motivation. You've got the, the money. Good, good, good. So you've got these fights now, but why should the fans at home watch your fights? <sighs> ah. I think my fights have everything. They have a bit of grappling. They have, uh, put it this way, I'm, I feel like I'm like the boogeyman of the division. I got the big left hook and the bigger right hand. So tune in.
not only that, I've got the, the double leg. So you think Australians can't wrestle? Check check the double leg. A lot of people don't see it coming. The next minute, they, they're on their back. If you could have a superpower, what would it be and why? Teleport. I used to think like living forever because you'd be able to generate all the knowledge in the world and, and yada, yada. But man, yeah, I think teleporting or something, something that'd be cool. If you could fight in any era, it could be in the past or it could be 300 years from now, what would you pick? Mike Tyson got asked this, and he wanted to fight someone like Achilles or something. It was cool. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Achilles, Achilles. Yeah. Uh, that era is pretty cool. Maybe one of the more golden eras of, of boxing or something. Yeah, honestly, I don't know. This skill, like, if almost going back in time would almost be unfair with kind of what we know nowadays with, with Brazilian jiu-jitsu, the grappling aspect. That would um, mean that you would have, like, 30 championships. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. with just Brazilian jiu-jitsu. It's um, yeah, like fighting with a knife to the average person. They just don't know or don't have that skill set. Um, finally, what is your favorite food? Uh, I like all food. Uh, so I don't like fighting at flyweight. I can't eat. <laughs> rice. I love white rice <laughs> with anything. <laughs> That's all we have time for, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for watching. Thank you very much, Reese, for coming on the podcast. Is there anything you want to plug before we finish up? Uh, so just all, all the sponsors, all the fans um, that support. Can't can't thank you guys enough. Um, just tune in. Hopefully, we we'll get something by the end of the year and yeah, I'll start making some 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 name and and some money. That'd be nice. Follow Reese on Instagram, link in the description, and subscribe to Anything Combat on YouTube. Thank you, guys. Bye.